We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is WWJ All Local. More victims of the Oxford High School shooting being laid to rest in the next couple of days. Yesterday, it was the funeral for 16-year-old Tate Meir taking place. Today, visitation from 10 o'clock until 6 taking place for 14-year-old Hannah St. Juliana, a funeral service following at Lake Point Community Church in Oxford. Thursday's visitation for 17-year-old Justin Schilling is going to be held at the Boulder Point Golf Club and Banquet Center. That's in Oxford starting at noon. The funeral service will begin at 7 o'clock tomorrow. Meantime, another school is effectively closed today because of a threat. News Radio 950's Mike Campbell is joining us live with these details. Mike? Milford High School is on a half day of virtual learning, Jason. This after a, a cancellation of classes for today in class learning following discovery of a threat written on a wall in a bathroom at that Huron Valley District School. No details about what the threat said, but school and district officials and letters to parents say it was found about 11.30 in the morning, right around the time of a scheduled half-day early release day yesterday. Of course, the district says it's investigating along with law enforcement, presumably including the Oakland County Sheriff liaison at the school. Officials say if and when the person responsible is found, they will be prosecuted. Meantime, Oxford High School has announced it is going to stay closed at least through the holidays, the holiday break. The principal there saying they won't come back till at least January 2nd. The school district does say starting Monday, December 13th, they will start with the return of kindergarten through eighth grade students. All of this following the uh, shooting this past Tuesday, a week ago yesterday at Oxford High School, 15-year-old sophomore Ethan Crumbly accused of shooting and killing four students, his parents arrested and charged with involuntary manslaughter. Reporting live, Mike Campbell, WWJ News Radio 950. A big thumbs down last evening by the school board of Brighton area schools, considering a mask mandate to be implemented by the superintendents when the COVID numbers rise. But during the meeting on Tuesday night, it was a no-go. The board voting against it, with support from a few students who came in the maj- uh, to join the majority asking for a no vote. During past Brighton School Board meetings, there have been moments of uneasiness as the issue of quarantining students and mask mandates were brought to the table and voted on. There were no threats last night, but some minor disturbances as parents, students, and teachers came out to be heard. Today's the last day for faculty and staff at the University of Michigan to show that they're fully vaccinated against COVID-19 or have an exemption. The school's announcing the vaccine mandate last, uh, this was late July. Those who don't comply are going to be let go. Faculty who don't follow the policy will face a 30-day unpaid leave at the end of the semester and will then be fired if they're not in compliance by the end of that period. Well, with new rules allowing college athletes to profit on their name, image, and likeness, a prominent freshman at the U of M is doing a very good deed. Let's bring in WWJ's Chris Fillar for that story. Chris? 
Well, maybe people may have looked at this NIL money that's been going around college football and thinking it's a little bit silly, but students such as J.J. McCarthy making it uh, look like it's not so silly after all. The Wolverines alternate quarterback saying that he would use cash to help the community and future generations when he released a statement back on July 19th, and he is doing just that. Now donating over ten grand to various charities, hospitals especially, and $3,000 going to Oxford families and communities affected by the awful tragedy last week. Now, J.J. isn't the first Wolverine to spread the wealth. Blake Corum using NIL money to pass out turkeys and meals on Thanksgiving. And Jim Harbaugh already committing his bonus money this season to the athletic department employees affected by the pandemic. Now, success on the field is one thing, but it's great to see the differences made off of it as well. Chris Falar, WWJ News Radio 950. In custody following an assault and kidnapping Tuesday night. Detroit police now taking a man into custody. That's 27-year-old Sean Shaw allegedly assaulting his girlfriend and then taking a three-year-old child from her home along Minox Street in the city. That's near Joy Road in the Southfield on the west side. That child was recovered a short time after being taken, but Shorts was on the run for several hours. Meanwhile, it's traffic that's returning to pre-pandemic levels. There is one exception, though, when it comes to problems. That's area downtowns. Well, freeways and suburban streets pretty much feel like they did two years ago. Traffic in U.S. downtown areas remains about 22% below the rates we saw before March of 2020. It's not expected to get back to those levels until at least the end of next year. That's from the traffic information firm Inrix, which says many people who used to commute to downtown office buildings are still working from home. The biggest change is in San Francisco home to many tech workers, where downtown traffic is roughly half what it was before the pandemic. Jeff Gilbert, WWJ, News Radio 950. For the latest news plus traffic and weather together on the 8th, tune into AM 950. Favorite WWJ on Radio.com or ask Alexa to play WWJ News Radio 950. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 